Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back, Buffalo Bills fans. It's Matt Warren, Editor-in-Chief at BuffaloRumlings.com and the host of Buffalo Rumlings Q&A on the Buffalo Rumlings Podcast Network. We are through the you know, first couple waves, I guess you would say, of NFL free agency. We're about to hit the month of April, which is about to change our focus from free agency to the 2021 NFL Draft. We've got Pro Days going on, looking at lots of different options for the Buffalo Bills. Um, as always, you can call in and leave your questions for us as we make that transition and beyond at 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at Rumlinks Q and A with the word and spelled out in the middle. Email us, buffalorumlings at sbnation.com. Facebook messages and Instagram messages to the official Buffalo Rumlings account will make their way to me as well. We always look forward to interacting with fans, and this is one of the ways we do it. So thanks for leaving your questions for our upcoming episodes at one of those many different options. We've got some great questions this week as we're into that kind of you know weird in-between space of the offseason where some people still want to talk about free agency. Some people are all in on the NFL draft and we cover it all. As we put a bow on that free agency stuff, um, I wanted to talk about a couple different positions that folks have been uh, complaining about a little bit, or at least these are like the random questions I'm getting in the comments section of Buffalo Rumblings or um, just in my interactions with other people. And defensive end is the biggest one. Um, I wrote an article um, earlier this week on Monday about how the Bills have this looming pass rusher problem in 2022 because Mario Addison and Jerry Hughes are both playing on expiring contracts in 2021. And then after that, the Bills only have Daryl Johnson and A.J. Epinesa, um, at least uh, for guys that played for them last year. They have F.A. Obata, who is also on a one-year deal as well. So, I mean, still wouldn't count in that conversation. So the Bills do have a looming pass rusher problem. Um, I would expect them to address that two different ways um, by probably signing a free agent a year from now, but also drafting somebody in 2021 to be ready to step into a bigger role in 2022, kind of like A.J. Epinesa was drafted in 2020, but they didn't necessarily expect him to start week one. They brought him along as the season went on so that they could count on him more as the season went on, but also in 2021 when Trent Murphy was going to be a free agent. And uh, they knew that Mario Addison and Jerry Hughes were going to be aging out. So that's um, a couple different scenarios. I also think that they should extend Jerry Hughes for one season uh, beyond 2021. I think he's a leader on the team. He was a captain last year and uh, has not shown any signs of slowing down. So giving him you know, a, a salary contract with a little bit of a pay bump 
um, in 2021. It doesn't really hurt anything. Um, I, I don't think it would cost too much. I don't think it would be prohibitive for the amount of play he's done. So that defensive end room is kind of where we've been discussing a lot this week. And if you look at uh, Anthony Marino's Mock Draft Monday, where he goes around uh, to all the different mock drafts around the uh, NFL Mock Draft verse. Uh, you can see that a lot of mock drafters agree with that sentiment that the Bills are maybe likely to go defensive end at number 30. You can check out both of those articles over at buffalorumblings.com uh, from Anthony and uh, from me and go comment there as well. There's a lot of comments on that defensive end piece because people think that the Bills should have addressed it this offseason. Well, I don't disagree with that. Um, I, that was the number one priority I had in my mock offseason. Uh, the Bills clearly didn't, and at this point in the game, it's looking more unlikely that they're going to be able to. Uh, they made a run at Jaron Reed over the weekend after he was released by the Seattle Seahawks, but uh, he ended up signing with the Kansas City Chiefs. So they're going to be looking for guys that are released in salary cap moves or um, you know, maybe who some of the guys that are left out there right now are going to take a discount to come to Buffalo. Uh, but even then, it's guys that have been on the market for weeks and weeks and weeks. So, I mean, how much of an upgrade uh, can they be at this point? So lots of questions surrounding the defensive end position. You should uh, check out those articles and go comment over at buffalorumleaks.com. Let's get into your questions now. Joe uh, Pelletieri sent us an email where he's looking beyond just the scope of the Buffalo Bills and said the Patriots have loaded up in free agency. Uh, for a short moment, Miami had two picks in each of 2020, 21, 22, 23, before finishing with a total of seven first-round picks in four years after now they just traded up. Are we looking at a slugfest in the division for five years, or maybe this is a question for three years from now, depending on how Miami's picks go? Yeah, I've been keeping an eye out on the rest of the division, as you know most Bills fans have. I'm not really worried about the Patriots this year. They still have no answer at quarterback um, and even if they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, as a lot of people are suggesting, which I don't think is going to happen this offseason, um, I do think the San Francisco 49ers are going to want to keep Jimmy G one more year uh, to try and see if they can make a run uh, before that rookie quarterback is ready. So um, I look at the Patriots roster and I just I don't know how they're going to score points uh, against the Buffalo Bills or enough points against the Buffalo Bills with Cam Newton as their quarterback, or at least this version of Cam Newton as their quarterback. The guy is clearly past his prime. Um, so I, I, I'm not really worried about the Patriots. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, if Tua takes a step forward, this season could definitely be in play for um, making noise in the division and uh, making a playoff run. They had a nice run last year. Um, it kind of defied expectations a little bit. Um, they found some teams on, on down weeks. They, they were able to score a lot of points with their defense and special teams, which is not sustainable. And so, you know, it was kind of a flash in the pan type of deal. Um, and so I wasn't worried about them last year. But as you said, they keep adding talent. They keep getting bites at the apple. And so even if they miss, on, you just said seven first round picks over the course of four years, even if they miss on, you know, a couple of them, they still have a lot of talent um, on that roster. Uh, following the trade of Laramie Tunsil just to kind of set them up for years and years and years to come. So 
I think the Dolphins are the team to watch out for, but it all rests on Tua now. Um, they don't have Ryan Fitzpatrick there anymore. They, I think it's Jacoby Brissett is their backup, their veteran backup now. And, you know, if, if Tua takes a step forward, that team can be very dangerous in in 2021. Uh, you know, Josh Allen has been very, very good against the Miami Dolphins throughout his career. Um, but that's only two games a season. And so if, you know, the Dolphins are are doing a really nice job beating everybody else, then, you know, they're going to be in the mix whether Buffalo beats them or not. So um, obviously those games are going to become critically important and the Bills seem to be doing well against the Miami Dolphins. But, you know, the Dolphins are the team to watch right now in the AFC East outside of Western New York. Uh, you, you see what's going on with the Jets and it's kind of all over the place. Are they going to trade Sam Darnold? Are they going to take a quarterback uh, in the first round of the 2021 NFL draft and start over? What's going to happen um, in New Jersey? Uh, they're the biggest question mark. Um, so I don't really worry about them, just like I'm really not worried about the Patriots, even though they spent a ton of money on a pair of tight ends and you know other positions. They still have to get the ball to those guys. And um, I'm not sure if Cam Newton is up to the task. So thanks for the question in our email inbox, Buffalo rumblings at SBNation.com. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to grab some coffee. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after with some more questions from you. All right, one bit of news that broke uh, late Monday. The Buffalo Bills Stadium has a new name. Uh, the Bills have sold the naming rights to Bill, what was known as Bills Stadium last season after New Era pulled out of their agreement. Um, the stadium is now going to be called Highmark Stadium, um, Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield Stadium, I guess is the long term for it. Um, we're just going to call it the Shield, right? And we're going to put Josh Allen in a Captain America garb with like Cap Shield and everything. Uh, that's that, that's how we're going to roll, right? I'm just checking to make sure before I like fully commit to this bit that we're all going to just call it the shield because that's pretty awesome. Um, not shield as in strategic homeland, yada, 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 but the shield. Um, so I'm just, I'm kind of worried because of what's going on in Falcon and winter soldier with the new captain America. Like, I don't want to put like all that pressure on, on Josh Allen, but I think, I think we're okay with it. So um, hit me up on Twitter at Rumley's Q and a, let me know if, if you're going to call it the Shield or if you still call it the Ralph or Rich Stadium or whatever, because uh, I'm very interested in how Bills fans are going to react to the new naming rights deal. Um, it was really easy to call it the cap for a while. Um, so that kind of goes along with Captain America anyway, too. So just 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 send me your tweets. Uh, we can figure that out over the course of the next couple months uh, until the Bills play in Highmark. Blue Cross Blue Shield Stadium. All right, we've got a voicemail question coming in at 716-508-0405. You can always leave those voicemails 24 hours a day, seven days a week. What's going on, man? This is Julian Cologne again from Buffalo, New York. Got another question that just popped up to me. Um, should we be worried about Cole Beasley and his broken fibula? I know uh, he was able to play through it in the playoffs, and uh, 
Well, I'm just wondering, should we be worried possibly? Just uh, want to get your thoughts on that one, too. Thank you, man. Thanks for calling into our voicemail line at 716-508-0405. I'm not worried about Cole Beasley's uh, leg injury from uh, late this season. It's going to be fully healed by the time training camp starts. Um, it's not one of those nagging injuries uh, that we you know, sometimes worry about with with players, especially wide receivers that you know have to worry about their speed in their you know, 30s like Cole Beasley is right now. Um, especially, like you said, because he played through it in the playoffs. I, I mean, if if that was a you know week two game, I don't think he would have been playing on a broken leg. But with you know what was on the line, he he decided to cut it out. And with with the time off that the Bills are going to have, you know, in February, March, April, um, and into May, like you might see him limited in some of the early off season stuff. But I mean, that thing's going to be fully healed by the time he takes a hit. So. It doesn't worry me at all. Um, I don't think that the Bills changed their free agency plans because of it either. Um, I think Emmanuel Sanders subbing in for the John Brown role um, is a pretty clean break, uh, no pun intended, with the broken leg. Um, but it, you know, the what they've done this offseason is, is kind of reload, um, but it still would appear that Cole Beasley is going to have a very large role on this offense in 2021. So thanks for your question over at our voicemail line at 716-508-0405. Back to Twitter, where Wolf of M asks us, did Stefan Diggs level up or did he just get a better quarterback? I feel like Stefan has always been great. In 2019, Stefan Diggs had 63 receptions for 1,130 yards, six touchdowns and 75 yards per game. In 2022, he doubled his reception total to 127. He had 1,500 yards and eight touchdowns at 96 yards per game to lead the NFL in receptions and receiving yards. He had five plays of 40-plus yards, which tied for fourth in the NFL. He had 20 plays of over 20 yards. 69 of his catches resulted in first downs, I actually think like most things in the NFL, it's a multi-pronged answer. Um, so look at his, looking at his target numbers in 2020, he was targeted 166 times the most of his career. Um, so just the fact that he was a focal point of the offense made his numbers a lot better. Um, Josh Allen's willingness to push the ball down the field as well is another thing that, first of all, I've always loved about him. Uh, even when I wasn't thrilled with some of the things that he was doing elsewhere, I always loved that on third and 17, the guy would go for 17 yards and, you know, he would always try to get that first down. Um, so Josh Allen's ability to push the ball down the field, I think really helped. Um, also the fact that they were just like really keen on making him a central focus of the offense. You know, they wanted to make sure that he was happy. They wanted to feed him the ball and I think all of that kind of led to Diggs leveling up. I also think that he was really motivated in 2021 to prove that, you know, the Vikings made a mistake uh, by getting rid of him. And so all of that kind of came together um, for Stefan Diggs' career season, his all-pro season. Um, so I do think that a lot of it was quarterback and a lot of it was Brian Dable. 
And a lot of it was Stefan Diggs. So to answer the question, did, did Stefan Diggs level up or did he just get a quarterback? I think it's both. And I also think he got a better offensive coordinator. So I know that's like kind of a cop out answer, but I, I do think Stefan Diggs did truly level up and play, you know, with a chip on his shoulder in 2021. And the Bills fed him the ball and Josh Allen pushed the ball down the field. And it's kind of a you know amalgamation of all of those things. Thanks for your question over on Twitter. Wolf of M at Buff Rumblings. Before we go, I wanted to direct your attention over to a few things over at buffalorumblings.com. First, our free agency tracker has rumors, signings, analysis, contract details, really everything you need to know about the guys that the Bills have been interested in or signed, but also the guys that have departed the Buffalo Bills. So make sure you check that out. It's pinned near the top of our homepage over at buffalorumblings.com. We'll be doing a similar pinned post for all of our NFL draft coverage starting April 1st. So make sure you head over to buffalorumblings.com to check that out. Also, we've been doing regular YouTube live shows. Go over to youtube.com, search Buffalo Rumblings, and subscribe over there so you don't miss any of our shows uh, with Joe Miller, Jay Spencer King, Bruce Nolan. Um, I'll hop on there from time to time. Anthony Marino has been hopping on there from time to time. We've got lots of great content coming to our YouTube page this offseason, especially around uh, free agency and the draft. Uh, we kicked off really the relaunch of our YouTube channel around the opening week of free agency when we had, I think it was five shows and five nights. And then, of course, we'll be covering the draft like nobody else as well. So make sure you go to YouTube.com slash Buffalo Rumblings. Also on our Twitter page uh, pinned at the top there, we have two new T-shirt designs from Breaking Tea. Uh, you can get either Josh Allentown or, or Welcome to Allentown, I guess, is the, the actual text on the shirt. And there's also the he, he's a runner. No, he's a passer uh, with Josh Allen right in the middle of that, throwing a bomb um, off his uh off-kilter uh, throw that he made, uh, I think it was against the Denver Broncos earlier this season. Both of those designs are licensed by the NFL PA, which is why we can use Josh Allen's name. So make sure you go over and uh, check out that stuff over on, it's right pinned right at the top of our Twitter feed. And I'll put a link in the show notes as well. If you want to get either of those shirts, I ordered a uh, welcome to Allentown hoodie. Um, it looks pristine. Um, Breaking Tea does a really nice job for us over there, so you can go check out those designs as well. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Um, thank you to everyone who's sending questions for this week. You can send in yours for next week and beyond at the voicemail line at 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at rumblings Q and A with the word and spelled out in the middle. You can email us buffalorumblings at sbnation.com or Facebook messages, Instagram messages to the official Buffalo Rumblings account will make their way to me as well. Uh, let your voice be heard. Send in those questions for next week and beyond. God and go with Bills.